You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 18. It's another excellent day. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, the one podcast that everyone agrees and says has the best fitness, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle advice in the world. And now, your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. In this episode, I have a special guest. Her name is Dr. Allison Eagland. She will be sharing with you her tips for staying healthy. So, without any delay, let's get to it. Allison is a naturopathic physician with additional training in functional medicine. She obtained her doctorate of natural naturopathic medicine at National University of Health Sciences in Lombard, Illinois. She was inspired to pursue a degree in naturopathic medicine after struggling with her own chronic health issues. Utilizing health holistic approach, she works with each individual to understand his or her unique health challenges and goals. In her practice, she takes a thorough health history and may utilize a number of laboratory and functional medicine tests. Some of the treatments may include diet and lifestyle changes, targeted vitamin and nutritional therapy, botanical medicine, homeopathy, hydrotherapy, detoxification, and IV nutrient therapy. Now, in addition to prevention and wellness care, Dr. Allison offers supportive care for a number of complex chronic conditions. These include gastrointestinal disorders, autoimmune disease, women's hormone imbalances, chronic fatigue, thyroid and adrenal imbalances, and metabolic disorders. We have Allison on the line today, and you know that's a lot I said there. But Allison, if you could share a little bit more about who you are and how you got started, that'd be great. Oh, hi. Good morning, Eric. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I actually, um, in my twenties, had a lot of complex chronic health issues. I really felt that I was struggling for quite a while and not really getting much help. Um, and so that's kind of how how I got turned on to naturopathic medicine. I, I was helped myself by someone who practices naturopathically, and it really opened my eyes as far as you know, all of these things that are, are really necessary for optimal health. So that that's kind of what got me on this path. Um, hopefully that answered oh, your yeah, question. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, when I spoke with you the other day, uh, you impressed me a lot with what you were able to do and, and all those tests that you do. Could you go into that a little bit more? Okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, as, as you had kind of already mentioned in my bio, you know, I, I really do start with a comprehensive health history, including their family health history, um, really putting everything together. Um, and then just based on what's going on with each individual, I may do some, some more in-depth testing. You know, I always look at, Standard labs, which is you know including traditional blood work, but in addition, I may u- utilize food sensitivity testing. I may look at um, digestive analysis. I may um, look at things like heavy metal toxicity. So there's all these different things that can kind of um, throw our body off balance and lead to symptoms and conditions such as autoimmunity or other digestive disorders, just as a couple cool. examples. Let, let's peel the onion back a little bit. And, and exactly, um, as far as your treatments uh, and, and your approach, um, 
is there an example of what you would do specifically for someone who has maybe, let's just say, women's hormonal imbalances? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, part of the philosophy and foundation of naturopathic medicine is that you, you really you start with the basics of health. So, you know, any patient that comes in, you know, for instance, the hormonal imbalance, like you mentioned, I'm always trying to figure out what's what's the underlying cause of that imbalance because it's really different for each person. Um, so, you know, the basics would include uh, things like diet, exercise, hydration, um, mental, emotional health, including healthy relationships, what kind of work do they do, um, even something as simple as sleep can can throw off our hormones. Um, you know, so really just putting all that together, starting with that good, healthy foundation, and then going from there. Um, I do like blood work and lab tests to help give me more information, but I'm always going to listen to my patient, listen to what's going on with them, their concerns, their symptoms. I put that together with the information from the lab work and then go from there and, and really customize the treatment. And, um, you know, there's a, obviously a spectrum of types of um, people you see in terms of how poor in shape they are versus, you know, they're moderately out of shape and they're just looking for some improvement. Um, what What is it that you see mostly and um, how do you approach some of these people? Okay. Yeah. So I would say probably, you know, I do see a little bit of, of everything as far as complex chronic issues, but I, I would say digestive disorders. You know, there's so many people suffering, and I, I do think a lot of it goes back to our food supply. We've really, um, you know, added a lot of preservatives and chemicals and pesticides and processed it in a way that sometimes our body don't quite recognize it and doesn't digest it properly. So I would say um, digestive disorders first and foremost. I do like food sensitivity testing for in certain cases. It can give me some good information, letting me know if, if uh, there's a lot of inflammation going on, if they're able to absorb their nutrients and, and digest properly. So I, that, I would say that's probably one of the most common issues. And it's actually also one of the things that it's, that can be easier to treat as well. And, and what is it that you would do step one, maybe uh, after doing your testing with them? Uh, do you do it a food analysis? Uh, speaking of gastrointestinal gastrointestinal disorders, do you do that? Um, so how far would you take it? Yeah. Okay. So great question. Um, so I do like to, to get an idea of what they're currently eating. Um, obviously, get a full history as far as their symptoms and, and what's been bothering them. But really from there, you know, the more someone is eating a, a whole unprocessed food diet, that's that's going to be ideal. You know, um, I don't think there, there's any right or wrong as far as someone needing to be vegetarian or needing to be vegan or even paleo. I think everyone's individual uh, or, or has different needs as far as that's concerned. But the more you're eating whole, unprocessed food, the better you're going to feel and the, and the better your body's going to be working for you. I do like the information from the food sensitivity test, again, because it does help uh, give information if, if there's specific uh, foods that are problematic as far as causing inflammation or causing some type of immune reaction. So, I, you know, it's 
it's a little bit different for each person depending on what's going on with them and, and what the testing result um, mm. reveals. But uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Sure. Hopefully yeah, that yeah, answered yeah, your yeah, question. Uh, I really mm-hmm. want my listeners and the audience to fully understand uh, someone who is in your field, the naturopathic uh, medicine, uh, how it works compared to maybe uh, traditional uh, medicine. Could you uh, maybe describe the differences and, and uh, help our listeners understand what a little bit more of your approach, maybe your philosophies. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, at first, I do want to say that I want to work with with all types of healthcare. I think we need all forms when it's appropriate. Um, but my my real philosophy is again addressing the underlying imbalance of a person's condition or symptoms. So, still recognizing that symptomatic relief can be helpful. But, for instance, I always like to give the example of a headache. If someone has chronic headaches, you can take a pain medication for that. But it would be even better if you could figure out what's causing the headache and treat that so that the headache's never even an issue. Because, as we know, there are side effects and there can be problems with taking medications, especially some of them long-term. So, you know, someone's headache may be due to something as simple as dehydration. Maybe they just need to drink more water. Um, maybe it's due to a food sensitivity or something that's, you know, causing their system to react in a negative way. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different things we can, can help tease out. So again, I would say the biggest difference is just the philosophy. We're going to address that underlying imbalance and treat that. And again, starting with the basics, diet, exercise, healthy relationships, sleep, hydration. So all of those things, you know, those are going to be the foundation of good cool, health. Cool, cool. Um, a lot of times people ask me, and this is maybe a personal question, but they ask me, what do I do? How do I stay in shape, um, live healthy lifestyle? And, um, I'll, I'll turn it on you a little bit, Allison, if it's okay. How do you live healthy and what do you do? Okay. That's a great question. So, um, you know, I've, I've made small positive changes over time because I really didn't used to be that healthy, and that's why I had all my health issues in my 20s. Um, so, you know, it's just been this long progression. For me, I found out I was sensitive to wheat or gluten, which is the protein found in wheat, rye, and barley. So for me, I feel much better when I avoid that. And I generally try to avoid the, the five most problematic foods, which are wheat, corn, soy, dairy, and sugar. They they generally cause inflammation in the body, and a lot of people have food sensitivities to these foods, whether or not they realize it. It can, you know, cause a drag on the immune system, cause you to feel fatigued. They can even cause things like skin rash or chronic sinus issues. And so I definitely try to avoid those five problematic foods. Um, and then I also make make a little mini goal each day of, of trying to have at least six servings of vegetables, maybe two servings of fruit. So I'm always in my mind trying to think, how can I add more fruits and vegetables to my diet? Because those things are really very health-promoting. They give us a ton of nutrients that we need to run optimally. And then um, just quality of food, you know, if I'm going to eat fish or meat, I'm making sure the meat is grass-fed, organic, fish, wild-caught. So it's all about food quality. And then also um, I like to exercise. I like to mix it up, keep it fun and interesting, keep your body guessing. Um, and then, you know, those other things like water, sleep, 
and then healthy relationships and then meaningful work. So for me, going back to school to become a naturopathic doctor has been, um, has meant a lot to me. I'm very passionate about what I do and, and I think that, uh, that's, that's an important part of healthy awesome. living, loving very, your work. Yeah, very good. <laughs> you know, a lot of people get confused, uh, about, um, healthy eating. And I, I know that uh, mm-hmm. you've studied it and so forth about um, staying away from processed foods uh, and and all those uh, unhealthy um, uh, things that we can be putting in our body. So, so uh, what's your advice on what to look for in, in terms of, um, you know, the healthy stuff? Yeah, as far as how yeah. to eat healthy. Yeah, well, I think there's been a, uh, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, when you're at the grocery store, shop the perimeter, you know, because that's generally where all your fruits and vegetables are. And then you have your meats and your fish and your produce um, and your, you know, even some of those other, other good, healthy, whole food products. So again, I, I do like to make the foundation of any diet, whether or not you're vegan or a paleo, eating paleo, um, is to really make it a goal of, you know, somewhere between seven to nine cups of vegetables and fruits every single day. So I would say that's like the number one tip. And then um, whether you're, you know, for protein, whether you like beans, seeds, nuts, again, fish or meat, I would focus on those things. Um, grains such as wheat, corn, rye, some of those things, um, those are more inflammatory and they really have to be more processed in order for us mm. to eat them. And, and specifically people with blood sugar issues, they may be very sensitive to carbohydrates. So that's why I do think a lot of people feel better when they eat a more paleo style mm. diet, avoiding grains. Even before even choosing what to eat, I think you would suggest people go through that analysis that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's kind of good to do a little test on yourself, maybe do like a little bit of a a food elimination diet where, again, you avoid those five most problematic foods, the wheat, corn, soy, dairy, and sugar. So just cutting those things out of your diet, a lot of people will probably feel a lot better. Um, The other thing, I do find people tend to be sensitive to eggs, too. A, A lot of people do. So, again, cutting out some of those problematic foods and just seeing how you feel. Um, could be a really great place to start, a nice, easy, simple thing someone can do. Um, and if they're still having trouble or still having health issues, that's when I say maybe it does make sense to do some more testing and investigation. Got it, got it. And, and so um, as far as the exercise goes, uh, there's a full spectrum. That's my specialty, obviously, fitness and so forth. But, um, you know, everything mm-hmm. in moderation and everything's good, would you say? I mean, you have to, we have to all pick something that we enjoy. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think, you know, whatever activity you enjoy is probably the one you're going to do and stick with. So I always recommend that. Um, I will say as far as exercise, you know, more isn't always better. Um, you know, if you're feeling good and you're feeling energized, then I say go for it. Um, I do worry a little bit when people are extremely fatigued after exercise. 
then they may have some underlying adrenal imbalances, even maybe thyroid imbalances. And so then that might be something, again, you need to talk with your doctor about and investigate further. But, you know, as long as you're feeling good and you're able to recover in a reasonable amount of time after your exercise, then I say, I say go for it. Absolutely. Perfect. Um, so someone comes in just as a uh, scenario here, um, you know, fatigued, uh, lack of energy, um, someone who wants more energy, um, someone who has no other history issues, just wants to live healthier. Um, what's the few steps that you would take with them if they walked in? I mean, uh, I'm speaking in general, obviously, and some of my audience, yeah. they, they may be experiencing these things. So, so uh, walk me through a um, yeah. experience at um, Sky Balance. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I would, would have them fill out some of their personal health history, family health history, you know, any other concerns. I always like to know about medications, supplements. I, I, I need to get that, you know, that background and then kind of go from there. Um, but fatigue is, is extremely common and there's actually so many reasons for it. Um, so one, one thing that's an extremely common cause of fatigue is nutrient deficiencies. We need to have a ton of B vitamins. We need, um, you know, vitamin D. We need all of these things to run optimally and to have good energy for our metabolism. And so, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking about nutrient deficiencies, also blood sugar imbalances, and they do some blood work to assess for, you know, maybe some uh, imbalances between blood sugar and insulin. So I'm looking at that. Thyroid is a huge one. I, I, I'm seeing more and more thyroid issues. I'm not sure if it's due to chemicals in our environment or, again, nutrient deficiencies, but thyroid is huge. Um, adrenal imbalances that we already kind of touched on. I think a lot of people are stressed um, just with our busy lifestyle, and that's very taxing on the adrenals. And so, again, it's really about just hearing the person's story, getting to know them, looking at everything that's going on, and then doing targeted testing and to kind of really help figure out what's really um, the cause of their fatigue. Okay. Okay. Um, once you do that, you have the analysis, right? I think that's what you showed me last time. And then from that analysis, you're able to identify areas to improve, uh, upon, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's kind of like detective work. We're just kind of piecing everything together between, you know, their, their personal story and then any testing that we do. Just putting that all together and, and creating a plan. Do you have um, a success story that you could share with our audience so that they can um, get a sense of um, what kind of improvements people make? Um, yeah, sure, sure. I um, I always think of, of uh, this one because she was one of my first uh, patients. She, uh, I believe she was in her early 40s and she had a lot of joint pain and, you know, joint pain in her elbows, her hands, her wrists, also her knees. And it bothered her so much that she didn't want to walk upstairs. She didn't really want to lift anything more than five or 10 pounds. And she had a very active job. So this was really affecting her quality of life. Um, she had previous testing for rheumatoid arthritis that was negative. And, you know, just in meeting with her and, and looking at her joints, she did not have an any um, 
any signs of arthritis or osteoarthritis, which is another cause of the joint pain. And so we're really trying to figure out, okay, well, what's causing all of this joint pain? Um, so just with my background and my training, I do know that sometimes you can have food sensitivities that can lead to the joint pain. So we started off doing a food sensitivity test for her. I did do other blood work just to rule out um, thyroid and some other issues that can cause body pain. Um, and we did find on her food sensitivity test that she was very highly reactive to a lot of foods, pretty much everything she was eating. And so when that's the case, we know she's not necessarily sensitive to all of those foods that she's eating. It's that she has a lot of GI inflammation. Um, a lot of people might know it as leaky gut. I know it's a popular term right now. I'm not really a big mm. fan of it, but, <laughs> but it might resonate with people. Um, and so we really, we focused treatment on calming and healing that inflammation. We did have her avoid the highly reactive foods for a few weeks, just to again, calm that reaction. We wanted to, to really help her body heal. And I called and checked on her after 10 days and she told me she literally had no pain for the first time she can remember in years. She would wake up in the morning and, and you know, step onto the ground and she was amazed her feet didn't hurt for the first time. And so, you know, obviously I wish everyone had amazing quick results like mm-hmm. that within 10 days. But, um, but yeah, so that's, that's one of my favorite success awesome, stories. Awesome. So the so. moral of the story would be get tested to see what is going on uh, with your body, right? Yeah, yeah, and especially when when you feel like frustrated that you're you feel like you're eating healthy and you're taking care of yourself and you're doing everything you can possibly think of and you're still struggling, that's when it really makes sense to to get tested and yeah. figure out what's and going on. And all your on. treatments, if you will, if it's a treatment, are are natural, are non medicine based. Is that correct? Is that what I heard earlier? Yeah, yeah. So as a naturopathic doctor, you know. Um, a big part of what we do is, is we do the least invasive um, treatment to get the person better. And I usually find that all I really need is um, really targeted nutrients in addition to a healthy diet, exercise. Um, I do use some botanicals and homeopathic medicines. And then, you know, there are certain conditions like thyroid conditions and, you know, extreme blood sugar problems where medication may be warranted. And then I refer... And I work with medical doctors for that. So, but me personally, no, I'm not prescribing medication. Perfect. perfect. Um, getting to the end of the show so quickly, huh? But um, what I, you may have mentioned some of these, but what's your top three fitness tips and health and wellness um, suggestions for anyone? Yeah. So, okay, great. So, I feel like three things that anyone can do right now that would be really health supporting is. Um, first, optimize your vitamin D levels. Every single cell in the body uses vitamin D. It's so important for preventing cancer and autoimmunity. Um, you know, studies do show that an ideal level in the serum is about 80. Again, it varies slightly per person, but that, that's 80 is a good goal. So, you know, talk with your doctor, get your vitamin D tested, consider supplementing vitamin D. We're just not getting enough from the sun anymore, and it's hard to get enough from your food supply. Um, the other would just to be eat, to eat whole unprocessed foods. So again, if it comes in a package, it's probably been processed quite a bit. Um, so really eat, eat your whole fruits and vegetables. That's excellent for your health. And then, uh, my third thing would be to make sleep a priority. I think too many people are sleep deprived. We can't have optimal energy. 
we can't heal our bodies from exercise and all, all of the, the, the day-to-day stress. So um, making sleep a priority is really so important awesome, for health. Awesome, awesome. And I'll probably add on to hydration of some sort. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. But if you're in the top three, <laughs> but those are great. Absolutely. <clears throat> yes, yeah, we'll make it the, yeah, the top, top four. four. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. I, I totally agree with uh, mm-hmm. what you've said, and I advocate all of that as well. Uh, we're pretty much on the same boat. Uh, towards healthy living, I think. So that's awesome. Do you have any last, yeah, yeah do you have any last advice for anyone out there? And uh, how do people get a hold of you? Um, yeah, so really, any, my advice would be if you're not feeling good, you should be. So, you know, really, really work toward that. I, I think too many people get used to feeling, you know, bad on a day to day basis. We should. We should really, really do our best to optimize and, and feel great. Um, and people can get a hold of me at, um, so I do work at an integrative medical spa. So it's called Sky Balance mm-hmm. in Schaumburg, uh, near Tri-Balance Yoga Center. A lot of people know that place. Absolutely love them. Um, but yeah, our, our main phone number is 847-895-8180. And then you can also find us on our website at skybalancemedspa.com. Cool. And are you on Facebook? And do you want people to go and find you there? Yeah, I am on Facebook. I, I need to post more. So maybe this will will uh, inspire me to post more. But, yes, I do. Um, Allison Eglund, ND is on Facebook. And Eglund is E-G-E-L-A-N-D. Awesome. Perfect. Um, we'll put all those pieces of details on our show notes for you guys um i think that was awesome allison this is uh so valuable for a lot of our listeners so i really appreciate uh what you have shared with us um reach out and connect with her ask her any question i'm pretty sure you're open to those and um yes absolutely and then go get some help out there so she is um a naturopath doctor in schaumburg thanks a lot allison Okay, thanks so much, Eric. Okay, you too. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.